On today's episode, we're talking about how to be a good Disney guest. This is episode 48 of the Diz Dudes podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. Uh, my name is Jared Lee, and I am joined, as always, by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy Sarah Stein. I know I nailed that one. It has to be Sarah. So spot on. You're just so good. I, I thought I would Amazing. try it. I thought it was Sarah. Yeah, just I'm... finally finally got it after all these episodes. <laughs> I got it. How, how are you doing? Uh, I'm going to a daddy daughter dance tonight, so you can you can assess for yourself how I'm doing, which is just two hours of a bunch of middle aged men standing awkwardly in a corner while their daughters go off and play with all their friends because they don't need us there. You know, I have a feeling daddy daughter dances and just middle school dances when you were in middle school, they're probably not much different no. in terms of the optics. Like the totally boys the and same. the girls are just totally doing their own thing and yep. terif- terrified of going near each other. Yes. Yeah. And luckily, it's only two hours long, I think. So oh, it's not good. like it's super long. It's luau themed. So I got my Mickey, uh, Mickey kind of luau shirt on. So at least I'm dressed the part. But it's true. It's very yeah. good. And of Too course, there's no alcohol there. there. So that they that could make it better. Of. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, time to fit a flask. Just, be, like, be just all the yeah, all the guys are sneaking off into the bathroom, smoking and drinking, like <laughs> just like a middle school dance. So really, it is no different. Sir, what is that? It's like it's it's soda. Okay, just leave me alone. I'm a grown man. Thank you. <laughs> I can do what I want. I'm not in school. Exactly. What are they gonna do? Expel you? Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, they might. Uh, I don't, that'd be interesting. If you got caught, like, let's say you snuck something in. I'm not saying to do this, but let's say you did. I don't think your daughter then could get in trouble. I don't know. But you definitely could because they're all, I mean, they are drug-free and alcohol-free zones. That would be kind of funny if you got your daughter in trouble and then, like, that's reversed because normally it would be the other way right. around. Yeah. I mean, granted, that the example you would set for her would, would not, not be, be good. good. Yeah. But, then they've got to drive know. me home and, yeah, it's just a... <laughs> whole big thing <laughs> be like hey you're my designated driver you might be 11 but you can reach the pedal that's all that matters well you know you gotta learn sometime <laughs> yeah. Might as well learn and we are, yeah we are not condoning any of this no never <laughs> disclaimer underneath oh yeah that's true no i uh so to, we recorded a little late than normal because our schedules have been insane yeah and um <laughs> and then today so i don't know if anybody else ex- experiences this but Today has been really annoying for me because I woke up. It's almost like when I'm sleeping, my eye gets somehow propped against my pillow and I end up sleeping with my eye like pressed open. So I woke up and this happens like once a month to me. I woke up, my eye is really, really dry and then it hurts. So once I am awake, I then cannot open my eye for like an hour because it's like so dry. And then once I'm able to open it, it's blurry all day. So... I can kind of see well out of one eye, and then it also causes me to end up having a migraine. So today is annoying in that sense. So I, I can see you kind of on the screen when we're recording right now. You're not missing much. Well, <laughs> I think you're wearing clothes this time. Yes, I'm not yes. going to ruin anything for anybody, but you know, from yeah, from waist up at least for sure. <laughs> so these cameras Just, are adjusted. You know, there's that. I mean, it's, what is it? It's for a cough. It's there for a. Uh, cold medicine 
that commercial. I'm sure you've seen it. The guy's like in a um, conference call on his MacBook and he sneezes and the MacBook like drops on the ground and he's not wearing <laughs> oh, yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Like, I know it's a joke. Like, you wouldn't have to put pants on, but would you really be sitting on your couch when you have a cold, obviously, with your laptop on your lap, not wearing pants? Like, you would at least be propped up at a desk or your kitchen table where it's going to stay mobile, but you're just yeah. holding the thing in your hands and then you sneeze? Like, come on. Well, it's not it's as really funny happy. if the reality hits. <laughs> I may or may not have done meetings, like, because, you know, Jeremy and I both work from home, so I, I may have, you know, I'm not saying I haven't or I have, but I may have done some meetings where um, I, I had pants on, but they were, like, what I slept in. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it was a weird thing. You kind of feel like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm going to get one over on people, and they're right. not even going to know it. Yeah. It's casual Friday. It's like, this guy, they think I'm a professional, and <laughs> I'm not wearing correct pants. Yep. Fold them, not even wearing shoes. <laughs> no it's pants, true. no shoes. I still it get is. service. You know, it's the dream, really. It is. It really is the dream. That's the only reason uh, I wanted to work from home. It had nothing to do with, like, flexibility or traveling it was so i can wear pants whenever i want or not wear pants whenever you know I want. it's a strong Number one thing. on the list i do remember whenever i got out of college and i got a quote-unquote corporate job and i remember the the funny thing to me was I, I had to go into this building so we had to wear it was a call i don't think we had any actual people come into the building that didn't work there but i had to wear a collared shirt khakis nice shorts or not shorts nice shoes to go into a building to work on a computer that then had phones and i was like this is insane. Yeah, nobody's ever going to see Like, I could do this from home, but I don't have to dress up. Yep. And I just remember at that point, I think in my mind, I was like, I'm one day never wearing these things. I'm working from home because yep. it's all insane. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think a lot more things are going that way. There's still a lot of For sure. business and, you know, and, and um, companies and stuff that have been around so long that you're not going to change their mindset. But everything's going to eventually move that way even from a cost perspective it's oh, just cheaper save a ton of money yeah. yeah if you go from having to have i mean you always might have an office where maybe executives or something get together like a brain trust but for all the other employees that could work from home you save so much money oh for sure they've so. actually there's some studies out there that even show working from home people are actually they can be more productive because there's motivation to get your work done yeah. Because they, they're at home and they yeah. want to do stuff. And it's like, okay, if I get this done, I can do them yeah, with stuff instead stuff. of being in an office and you're basically trying to make something last all day. Yeah. Well, I can tell you those people don't have three dogs and delicious snacks in their pantry because those are the two things that interrupt me often during a day. Dogs, That's a good point. snacks. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I'm in the midst of building a office shed because I'm losing the office for the new the new child. God, I, I, kids are so selfish i know i'm being booted out of my <laughs> office so i i don't want to rent an office because i don't want to just throw money at nothing and i don't want to leave and go to an office all day you know what i mean so oh, totally i'm just going to build something in the backyard so that way too if jamie needs me like especially the first few months i'm there you know i can still be around and, and help out and stuff so you should get can, a single line phone that just goes right out there and it's all that's its only purpose so if she needs you, it'd be like the bat phone. If she needs you, she can just pick it up inside, and you're immediately on the other end. That's it's probably point. a horrible idea, but it'd just be cool in my mind. Only if it's got like within the in the Batman show, it wasn't yeah. like in a. And it had a little light on it, didn't it? It was under like a case. Well, I thought it was under like a bus. No, it was under a case, and the, to get to the Bat Cave was like a bus, and yeah. you pulled it open and pushed a button. Yeah, I need one of those. I you don't know do what that it'd be just for. to get in. Yeah, you could do that to get into the 
the office shed. I like that. That gotta, bust of yourself out front. To <laughs> 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 open up and that would be awesome. That's a good idea. It's a All really right. good idea, actually. <laughs> oh man. Make it well today, um we have a fun topic, I think, and, and it's one that um we're we're doing this in a okay, there's multiple ways we could do this. One could be really, really negative and we could just complain, but we don't we don't like to do that and it's not productive and it's not really the the Diz dudes type of thing to at least not make it fun. So what we're going to talk about is how to be a good Disney guest, which can also help you get the most out of your trip too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and allow everybody else to have a good time as well. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Before we do that, we do have a couple of things. First off, uh, we have our awesome sponsor, Expedition Roasters. And uh, yeah, so now they have their awesome coffee plus the new teas that they just offered. And I, I, I'm not a tea drinker myself. I can tell you the coffees are amazing. Uh, the, the cinnamon bun is very good. I've been drinking that for a while. And the, um, gold, uh, I forget what it's called now. Gold rush, gold, something fortune and gold. That's what it is. Uh, it's like got a bourbon streusel flavor to it. It's very, very good. Mm. Uh, and I know Jeremy's enjoying the teas. Yes, very much so. And honestly, I, we had stopped for the most part drinking coffee for a while and now we're drinking it again because their coffees are really good. And we don't have to load them up with like creamer and sugar because they already have like enough flavor to them. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of back to drinking coffee much more regularly. Uh, I may I may have to to brew some to get me through the daddy daughter dance. It's not a bad idea. I can tell you one thing that's really good is they have like a breakfast blend, and you take yes. some of that with like a little bit of the flavored one, just to give you think like, a little bit of flavor. Ooh. It's very good doing it. So you can like kind of blend them all together. It makes yeah. it really good too. So, uh, but yeah, so you can get. There's awesome coffee and teas, and they also have some really cool mugs as well that are the like kind of look after Jungle Cruise sort of. Um, very, very cool. So you can go check all this stuff out at expeditionroasters.com, and if you use the promo code CTM20, you get 20% off your first order, and then it'll let, you know, let them know that we have an awesome audience because we do, and uh, they will continue to do some cool stuff with us. So, um, and they're good people. They're just small business, and they love Disney, and so... Uh, we always like supporting small business, so go check them out. ExpeditionRoasters.com, Expedition, or excuse me, ExpeditionRoasters.com, promo code CTM20. All right, and we also just want to remind you guys, too, that this Dudes is now on its own feed. Yeah, it has, it has moved out and got its own place, and uh, we bought a bunch of ramen, and Jeremy and I have already fought about the dishes. Yes, you got to do those, man. Sick of I, seeing them pile up. I'm not <laughs> doing them if they're not mine. And we would be eating my, off of paper plates. Let's be honest. Some, somebody ate my pizza, and uh, <laughs> I'm not happy. That was me. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah, you put <laughs> so, pickles on it, and I won't touch it. That's a good point. That'd be yeah. <laughs> Jeremy will never touch it if it had pickles. Uh, but yeah, so we're on our own feed now. So we're we're slowly. Well, actually, we're almost all the way. We're adding all the episodes on there uh, from the past. So we're getting the feed built up. So for the next couple of weeks, we'll release episodes on the CTM feed as normal. Um, but eventually we will, and we'll also put them on the new Diz Dudes feed as well once we get everything caught up on there. But eventually it's all going to go to Diz Dudes feed. So go find that, subscribe to it, and you won't miss an episode. So, and you can binge listen easier that way too because it's just going to be Diz Dudes and not mixing with anything else. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're excited about that. And that is thankful to our Club 32 members as well to allow us to do that to continue to grow. So we definitely appreciate you guys. And we also have the uh, Capture Magic podcast with myself and Jamie, which is every. Monday and Thursday, and we have the Main Street Magic Podcast, which is with Jeremy and Rhonda every Tuesday and Friday. So be sure to subscribe to those, check them all out, and 
you'll be good to go on your next Disney trip. So, all right. We're talking about how to be a good Disney guest. Yes. By, uh, by not being a bad one. By not being a bad one, yes. And like we said, we're gonna we're gonna do this being um, non-negative Nancys. Uh, I think this is a topic that, uh, you know, it could be a one where you could delve really quickly into things that annoy you. Mm-hmm. And while we can't, we, and I'm sure we'll hit on these things, and it's fun to talk about it. We don't want it to be a super negative thing. So, I want to give you some good advice what you can do. Um, just some things to, you know, and ultimately too, if you do these things, you are going to have a better trip. You're going to have a better time. And other people around you are going to have a better time, too, which will help everybody have a great time. So just a solid way to go about it, I suppose. Yeah, I agree completely. So uh, I don't have – mine's not numbered. I just have stuff I just wrote down. So yeah. I guess we'll just kind of well, – this is kind of be a loose thing, um, as is this dude's tradition. We don't uh, we don't over-prepare. No, we do not. I think, I think our motto should be under-prepared, over-something. Over-underwared. No, over underwear. <laughs> just as soon as you said underprepared, I just underwear popped right in my head. Under underwear and over yeah, prepared. Something, something should have been with underwear. Somebody come anyways. up with our tagline. Somebody, yes, somebody, please just let us know. As if for the show, we don't want to take the time to do it. So. Right. Um, all right. So, what is what is your first tip or thing that you have that can help people have a to be a better Disney guest? Um, you know, be be conscious of of the people around you. Uh, I thought you were going to say just be conscious. You should do that too, because that will help. That will definitely make your trip better. If you just are awake. (laughs) But but be aware of the other people around you. Um, Everybody else that goes to Disney paid money, well, usually, to be there as well. Uh, I know you paid a lot of money, and and, you you may want to think that the world revolves around you. It doesn't. Everybody else is there to have a good time. Everybody else paid money. Be aware of those around you. Uh, One big thing is when you're in, you know, there's lots of groups, families, friends, whatever, at Disney. Um, when you're going to stop and check your phone or check a map, be a good guest and maybe stand off to the side. Don't block all of Main Street 10 people wide when you just stop dead in the middle of it to find out where you're going next. You know, that's those types of things. Or if you're going to go wide to take a picture, which I yeah. get, do it quickly. Yeah. Or try to do it quickly. Yep. Like some semblance of urgency because you'll get these people that'll do that and they'll just sit there in the picture which I know it's always the person operating the, the camera phone that acts like they've never seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it like, what do I do? And they, they're just the sitting future? there for minutes. Wow. Yeah. Where did it's you like, get oh my this gosh. magic device? Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Or, you know, if you're going to stop and you're going to do that, like look behind you first and see if there's people coming up right behind you. Because so often, you know, people are just, they're just walking along, walk, 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 stop. Yeah. And somebody's like two feet behind them, you know, and you're running into them. That goes same with, you know, if you've got a stroller or you're on a, a scooter. You know, there are walkways, there's pathways throughout all the parks. Just be aware of everybody else around you, you know. Um, you do that, you know, you're not going to do that when you're driving. You're not going to be driving down the street and then just go, you know what, I'm just going to stop right here now. Not not warn anybody, just stopping. Unless you know? it's the Mighty Ducks and you see a purse with a dollar in it. You will stop your Trans Am and yeah. you will go hey, get that purse. Spoiler alert, <laughs> not money in that purse. There's, well, there is, but it's just well, covered. Yeah, you know, it's covered it's in something else. Covered so. in some dog stuff. I like the, I like the throwback <laughs> to Mighty Ducks. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. And actually, that was one of my points, too, because it's not only like Disney you see this. I don't go to the grocery store often because I, I, Jamie knows how much I hate it. And we do grocery pickup now more and more, you know, especially with her being pregnant. But the times I do have to, like, go to Walmart, 
I don't know what it is about people that's just stopping in the middle of an aisle. Yeah. Um, it's I, it seems like to be an epidemic, and, it, and when you see it at Disney, a lot of times with strollers, and I understand it. You've you know, kids can be kids, and there's stuff going on, but. Um, when you just stop in the middle of everything, it just it creates like a pile up and it's just it's yeah. it's frustrating. So yeah. it just I, I like what you said. Be cognizant of your surroundings. Yeah. And I think that's just in general. If people just be more aware of their surroundings, um, it's never a bad thing to just know what's going on around you. Yeah. And I and, know when you get on vacation, people get vacation brain and they don't oh, want to think about those things. Totally. And I totally get it, but it's still smart and it's gonna help you have a better time and everybody else around you if you're just aware that, you know there's like 30 people right behind you and you decide to stop and tie your shoe it could cause some issues exactly yeah and basically i mean in this this one thing we're talking about now will literally lead everything else because it's all about being a good guest and to be a good guest it's making sure that the people around you that have also paid money and are trying to enjoy enjoy their vacation are enjoying it you know and you're not impeding on their thing as well um you know and, and so i think everything we probably talk about will literally follow under or fall under this first one of just be aware of everybody else around you. Yeah. It's it's like really, really simple. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and if, you know, if, if everybody did that, probably everybody would have a better trip. It's one of those trickle-down things that where, you know, I don't know the percentage of people that don't do this, but if everybody did it, it would just be better for everybody. Yeah, totally. And better at, when you go to Walmart. Yes. Any, any, any public outing. I feel bad for Jeremy. Every time I do go to Walmart, he hears about it. This is true. Because you'll just get a text. I just, I hate Walmart, and it'll be in three separate texts. Like yeah. I send hate send Walmart. And then well, like, I do oh. the same thing every time I ride Space Mountain. I send to you, so <laughs> I just say I hate Space Mountain. Same thing, three separate texts. Like I said, it could be four. Yeah, I can do it in four. Yeah, there would, yeah, it'd probably be four. But yeah, the, the point is driven all home caps. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, the only if, way if you're going to send, across. if you're going to go to the trouble of sending. A, a four separate like each worded you know each text is one word it has to be all uppercase totally because then it's why are you doing it if you're not yeah uh what do you got my one i have here it's this should be should be uh one that is not an issue but uh here lately i've noticed it is and that's just not cutting in line um i've seen it periodically over time and I, the last couple times we went i've seen it more and more and i've actually seen people be escorted out of line by cast members for cutting in line yeah um like jeremy said you're not special everyone paid to go there there is a fast pass line if you don't get the fast passes you're just got to wait in line for everybody else um i i don't really think that needs to be elaborated on and if i have to, and honestly too if i'm if you're somebody's listening to this that does like to cut in line and they're hearing me say this, I don't then think they will stop cutting in line because that's something clearly people know not to do. Right, <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where it goes along the lines of people not standing on rides that on one trip, I think I witnessed, I don't know how many, it was adults just standing up and doing stuff on rides that they shouldn't be. Uh, you know, yeah. It's just simple, like follow the directions and don't do not do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and along that same line, and, and this one maybe we can't elaborate on, is line holding. Um, there are definitely some scenarios where I think, especially with younger children, you know, or kids that have to get out to go to the bathroom and all, but you have a lot of times giant families that send one person ahead who gets in a line, yes. they're there for like 45 minutes. And then all of a sudden you have a whole group of people. Oh yeah. You know, my husband's up there. I got to get through just, you know, I understand if you had to leave the line and you had a child and had to go to the bathroom and there was something going on, 
Totally understand that. Um, but for the people that are purposely setting out to say, you go ahead, you wait in line. I'm just going to walk through all these people later when you're closer. Um, and, I, and I think to me that almost goes right along with the line cutting. Uh, and and you, a lot of times, you know, I mean, some of these rides, the fast pass line and the standby are tandem. I mean, they're right next to each other and people will pop into that fast pass line, you know, from standby if they know there's not that secondary touch point. Some of them have the secondary touch point where you got to scan again. Yeah. There's plenty that don't. And I've seen people, you know, hop right under a rope or whatever and head into that one. So in general, you know, yeah, like you said, you're not more important to. than the guy behind you. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, personally, I could not like Jamie and I don't do this, obviously, but let's say you and I, I could not personally do that. Like yeah. I, I just have something inside me where if it's like, Oh, somebody go hold a place and I'm, I'm going to like go catch up in the line. Right. I couldn't do it. No, it's I like the social you. contract. I would just look at that and be like, I wouldn't be able to look myself in the face. I'd be like, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'll just wait. Or I just yeah. won't write it. Yep. No, totally agree. But, but like you said, if you, if you have a kid, I think it's a totally different thing because yeah. all those lines, you know, if you're waiting in line a long time, they don't have bathrooms in those lines. No. So that is something that, if, you know, if, not that this is a excuse or not that you should use your children as a way to do that. But, you know, if you've, you're holding a kid or have a little kid, I think there's a little bit of leniency there. If you've got, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're cutting if or if you've got, <laughs> you're in a group of 15 people or all moving up the line, it's pretty obvious what's happening right. there. Uh, I think it's just, again, it's being courteous of other people. Uh, nobody else likes to wait in line, and you're basically saying that you're more important, and you're trying to up in that. So just don't do it. Yep. And again, I think – I know I've seen it a little bit more lately, and my dad, who is uh, – I think he's – I know he's training to become a cast member. He said that he saw two or three times when he was in Animal Kingdom – Last week, he saw people getting escorted out of line for that. Yeah, good. So I think this is something Disney is cracking down on, which they need to do. Yeah. Um, especially before, you know, Galaxy's Edge and all that stuff come, you know, comes online. Oh, totally. Yep. Um, for, I let, you know what? Let's just, let's get to it because I guarantee it's on both of ours. Let's talk fireworks. Let's talk phones. Let's talk kids <sighs> on shoulders. Let's talk. This one's always touching. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk coming up at the very last minute when somebody else has staked their place for a good hour and you just kind of step in front of them or you know nudge yourself behind them um you know it, it is it's a it's a hard one especially the kids on the shoulders because i understand you know i, I understand that you know lacy is is eight she cannot see fireworks at her eye level when people are in front of her you know when adults are in front of her so I still think that there's ways that you can get your child to see it without putting them on your shoulders and obstructing the view of everybody behind you. What I do, as miserable as I am for the whole fireworks show, but it's not about me, it's about Lacey, it's about the people around me, I put her on my hip so that literally her head is next to my head. I was going to say that's what I do too. You know, um, and, and or if you, what I've seen a lot of people do, which I love, is if they have a stroller, they park the stroller right in front of them and their kid stands on the seat in the stroller. You know, things like that. The, the problem is you put your you put your child on your shoulders, no matter how young they are. You're just saying to anybody behind you that, well, I don't really care if you see the castle. You know, my daughter or my son's view of it is more important than yours. And I just think there's better ways to do it. I still I still would love to start a petition or start some sort of cause where everybody just sits down for them. <laughs> like if everybody sat on the ground. Everybody can see. 
because it's yeah. such a different perspective. If I sit next to Lacey, who is eight and much shorter than me, but we're sitting, she has a much better perspective of it than if we're both standing. I so, think I heard over in Tokyo, Disneyland Tokyo, that that's what they do. They really? Sit. I think it's either Disney or, or, excuse me, it's either Tokyo or Shanghai. Yeah. But I, I think they all sit for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is a touchy subject, and you know, and I get it, and 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 I'm you know, I mean, I'm certainly I I want your your daughter, your son, I want them to enjoy the fireworks as much as everybody else. I just think you can still do it without having to put them on your shoulders because it does impede everybody behind you's vision. It's plain and simple. Yeah, I agree, and I've seen people do this when they're at the front. Nobody's oh, totally. in front of them, yeah. and they'll still do it. And it's I, I agree with you. I I've done it many times with our daughter, where we either stake out a spot where she's not blocked or yeah. I will just hold her up. Like you said, where she's level with me and yeah, I mean, it can get a little tiring, but at the same time, I want her to be able to see it, but I also am cognizant of people around me. Yep. And and honestly too, given, you know, we're both a little taller. So if they're up at our eye level, um, you know, it's not a big deal. Like yeah. they can still typically see it's um, a pretty good view. Yeah. And the other thing too is, like you were saying, if it's that important to see the show, get there early and stake your spot. Yeah. You know, don't – I've had – I've literally had people, and I'm not kidding you, try and push me out of my spot. Oh, I believe it. At the last second. Um, it didn't really go so well for them, I will say. <laughs> I had a guy literally try and, like pu- – I, I, I could feel him push me as hard as he could, which wasn't that hard. But I kind of – I didn't – get really aggressive but i was just like is this really happening yeah and you know it's like literally if the fireworks are that important to see just again prioritize them in your day right you you know it it wasn't that important to you if you waited to the last minute and then say oh my gosh we have to see the fireworks show yeah um what's the old saying like your your lack of planning is not my emergency exactly um that's kind of the way i look at that yep yeah agree completely And and i think a lot of this same goes with filming fireworks um they're, I mean, again, and yeah, I don't, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be rude, but if you are holding your phone above your head, it's very similar then to having a child up there. You know, uh, for one, I can understand you might want to capture this, and you're going to go home and show somebody. First of all, nobody at home is going to want to see your vertical video. I was going to say, I disagree because you're never your going to go back. Six, okay? Yeah, you're never going to go back <laughs> yeah, and watch so. the fireworks show on your phone. And, like, and the thing y- is, even yeah, you're not going to care. Like actual media type people and successful vloggers have filmed them with high definition cameras and put them on YouTube. It's going to be the same show that you got. So for one, enjoy the show when you're there. I've watched so many people hold the phone in front of their face, watch fireworks through their phone as they record it. So just that's one. But again, you're just saying to people behind you, hey, um, see this awesome fireworks show? Yeah, you're going to watch it through my phone now because I'm holding it way Mm -hmm. above my head. So just don't do that. Uh, You know, or or again, hold it. Hold it. Your eye level. If I have filmed or I've live. I mean, I've done that. You know, I've live streamed some of these things like the Club 32 or even the Capture the Magic community. And I will hold it basically next to my face so i'm still watching the fireworks with my yeah. own eyes and then i have the phone knowing that it's capturing it live as well i'm not holding it up i'm not staring through it anything like that so just again you know be aware of everybody around you and are you blocking people and really if if a friend comes home and is like hey you guys want to gather around my uh my phone and i'm going to show you some fireworks <laughs> and you're like 
<laughs> I'm out of here. We are no it's longer going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 On top of that, I will say too, as I've seen people do it and they're filming with their light on like the flash on. Oh, totally. Uh, one photography tip or video tip. Uh, 90% of the time you don't need your flash, especially at Disney. Yeah. It's not helping you totally. at all. Like None. the flash is not going to help you take better video of fireworks, such as hundreds, if not thousands of yards away. Right, um, right. <laughs> so just turn it off because all it does is annoy everybody around you where they want to, they just want to throw you down in a sewer. Um, <laughs> Even in ride, you'll see people do it in rides too. If you're in a dark ride, don't turn your flash on to take pictures. Yep. Like I, yeah, I, I had I that on my this. list. Yeah, I, and I will actually say something. I've had people do it because it, it ruins the experience for other people. It's like, hey, turn your flash off. Like you can take pictures, but there's no reason to have the flash. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with everything you said. It's just, it's just being cognizant. You know, there's a balance there. It's like you want to experience what you want to experience, but you have to understand that you are also. It is. It is not Jared World. And I'm not the only one there that is experiencing this. So I, I think there, there is a balance. But like you said, it's just being aware and cognizant. And, yeah, you know, if the fireworks are a huge deal to you, just stake it out and plan for it, you know? Yeah, plan for That's it. Kinda, we, you know, yeah. Yeah, follow other, you know, listen to our shows. <laughs> Ask out in our community, what time should I be there? Where's yes. a good spot for it? Um, and it's going to be, yeah, so different. And it... It kills me too. There's so many. I've seen people film fireworks above their head with an iPad. Like, oh, I, I mean, know. that's really like now you've got you know eight, <sighs> ten inch screen or something. And then part of me, look, I I understand. I don't work out. This would probably be easier for you. But even just holding my phone up for like 25 minutes, my arm gets really, really tired. I don't know how some of these people are doing it. And I like watching them. We watched a guy in front of us one time, and slowly as the show went on, his arm just kept inching down like i don't even think he knew it but you could tell his arms like shaking at one point and he can't yeah. like hold it up anymore and uh, see, us in another group are behind him like yes see what i'll do is like i you i i don't put the camera like we're doing it for the vlog or youtube or whatever if i if we already have footage of it first off we don't film it yeah you know unless there's just something special but i will instead of holding it above my head I usually will prop my elbow down and put my arm here and just have it by my face. And that way it's a, it's not blocking anybody. And like you said, I can still watch the show and I'm getting footage. And it's not super shaky. Cause I'm not trying to hold my, I'm not trying to boom box it. Right. Like, uh, I forget the movie now, yep. uh, over say, my head. Say any, eventually. Was it say anything? Yeah. Say yeah. anything. I'm not trying to say anything to show and, um, <laughs> and, and <laughs> my arms are getting tired. So yeah, I, I, that would, you know, more people than, most people don't do that stuff, but there's enough people no, that do yeah. that makes it. There's hard enough that else. I feel like it was. It's worth mentioning because I, I do get it that you might not even just think of that. You might think, eh, it's just a little phone. You know, I'm just gonna hold it up here yeah. because I'm. Yeah, I am live streaming it to my Facebook page. You know, and and my friends are gonna watch it or something. They're not. Um, They're probably not. No. <laughs> so you know, so I do get it, but it's again, if if every single time you're doing something at Disney, even you just stop and go, what. What am I doing that might affect people around me? Oh, holding my phone above my head? There's a guy right behind me? He's probably not going to want to see my phone in front of his fireworks. Okay, maybe I can adjust something. Just think about everybody yeah. else around you. I agree. Uh, kind of goes into mine a little bit. And this one, I know you and I have talked about this. And I know your brother is big on this as well. Uh, he actually had a, he, his Facebook page had a quote about it today too. And it was like, it's about negativity. My thing is, don't be a negative Nancy. Yeah. Uh, I am very much cognizant and aware of 
I guess this goes into life advice. Don't surround yourself with negative people. Mm-hmm. It's just not good. You're not going to do, you're not going to get to where you want to go. You're not going to fulfill your life how you could if you just have constantly negative people around you. Now, I realize when you're at Disney, you can't control negative people around you that are in your party. But um, when, when you see the dad that is just hating his life, <laughs> complaining. First off, it's like, listen, man, like, okay. I know it's a lot of money. I get it. We all paid it. But the um, Jeremy and I have talked about many times. You're still getting a lot for your money. Yeah. You're not going to be able to go to like Barbados and spend less. Right, st- right. Wherever you go. Vacations are vacations. So have fun. Enjoy it. Like don't be just that guy that everything is just – I've seen guys that literally just start getting mad about everything around them. So yeah. um, I just – it just annoys me when I see it. But – I think this goes in the tip of being a di- good Disney guest, but being a good Disney guest for people in your party. That's a great point. Like your family and stuff yeah. like that. You're setting the tone, love it or hate it or whatever. As parents, you're setting the tone for your trip. And I can tell you as a kid, um, you know, there's sometimes on trips I remember mom and dad fighting a lot and that just sets a weird tone. Yeah. Uh, so it's like just, yeah, it's money. It's a lot of money and it can be. There's going to be things that are going to happen, but if you're just, go with the punches have a good time you'll have a much better time and, and again you can always find stuff to complain about but you can always find stuff that is is you know fun and, and going well too yeah totally and and i think you know i think when you well, i think both of our shows do a lot about setting expectations you know and if you set those expecta- expectations prior to going i think you can have a better time because like and a lot of it is it's negativity and it's it's being down over something you 100% can't control you will yep. never be able to control the crowds at Disney. You will never be able to control the temperature at Disney. Don't let things, you know, you're never going to be able to control the fact that you got to walk a lot when you go to Disney. So don't let those be the things that bring you down, like you said, then ultimately brings your entire family and your vacation down. Because, look, you spent the money to be there. The memories that you bring back, those are really up to you. You know, Disney's going to do what they need to do, and sometimes you get some extra magic, and sometimes I understand things might not go as planned, but the rest of it is is up to you. So if you yeah. want to set a positive, you know, positive memories with your family, then be positive. If you want your family to come back and go, that vacation was miserable. Why? Well, my dad was mad the whole time and, you know, kept yelling at us because he was tired and exhausted, and then it was hot, and, you know, why would you do that? Save your money then and don't go. Or spend it and be positive about it. You know, I think to a degree, too, for a period of time, you know, I, I didn't grow up with a ton of stuff. You know, whatever. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon, whatever you want to call it. There was a thing, and Jamie noticed it as well, and, I, and I've obviously got much better about this, but going on a vacation, I almost think deep down I kind of felt like I didn't deserve it. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, and you almost find ways to – sabotage what's going on and I think people do this not to make I I know our show not not to get like self-help here but people do self-sabotage in many ways in their lives like a lot of people say they want success they don't really feel like deep down they deserve success so they'll do things to kind of sabotage it so it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy because I remember being it was like the second time I think when we say Animal Kingdom Lodge when I was really starting to love Disney and I just remember I got super mad about something that was really really stupid and I don't remember what it was. And I remember being on the bus and I was just like, why am I so mad? And it was such a small little thing. And then I think it was deep down. I was like, I felt some weird guilt about being on a trip. Because <laughs> growing up, we didn't go on a lot of trips. 
So I don't know if maybe that's something there about something there. I'm sure there's something there, but um, I don't know. I think there's something there about that. So just work on yourself a little bit too. And don't be like, if you find yourself being really negative all the time, there's something there. Right. Like figure that out. Yeah, totally. Well, and part of me, I wonder, and then we can move on to the next one. You know, you have somebody that goes, I I can't believe this vacation cost me $4,000, just say. So they almost want to come back saying, it's okay that I was mad I spent so much money because it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Whereas if they come back and they go, holy crap, that was the best time I've ever had in my life and $4,000 was well worth it, then they're like, dang it, I don't want to admit $4,000 was worth it because they're so mad about how much they spent. You know what I mean? So like you said, they almost self-sabotage themselves going, well, if I come back and I have some things I can complain about, then it's okay that I'm mad I spent so much money. You know, like well, and I think there's some, and in some cases that could be, especially husbands, a lot of times they don't want to go back, so they make it so miserable for the people that that nobody's going to be like, hey, let's go to Disney again. Remember that time you were mad the whole time? Yeah, you know, Uh, not that this isn't our (laughs) self help podcast, but I think there is stuff there that uh, you know. Just and I get it. You know, you go to see Kenny G when you're when you're at Food and Wine, and you forgot the underwear to throw at him. That's that's yeah, that's not a good time, and that's the time to be bad at yourself. But you know what? It, it, you can just go to the bathroom, take off your underwear, and throw it. And it's not ideal, but it's still gonna work, and he's gonna appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you make do. And and the only time it's really okay to be negative or down at Disney is after watching the fray. Then it's understandable. I feel like the, f- I feel like the fray, but that's a different type of down. Like at that yeah, point, is. you're not complaining. It's just the fray plays, and then after that show, you're walking around World Showcase, and hey, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I just feel like, <laughs> just, I just messed up everything. It just becomes that like, really sad down. Yeah, yeah. Like true. you, you want to go get some food? What's the point? It's just gonna <laughs> digest. I'm gonna be hungry an hour and a half later. It's like. Oh, thanks, Frey. Like, I think they would do studies when the Frey plays, all the food sales plummet by like 200%. Uh, yeah, but the alcohol sales go up. <laughs> That's true. They see, and the, the difference being when Kenny plays, everything just goes up. Everything goes up. They're like, alcohol goes up, food goes up. Oh, underwear sales go Underwear up. in stock. Yep. It's, it's insane. It's the best. Uh, um, you know, people are asking for <laughs> saxophones. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of that, I'll go to the next one. You know, enjoy yourself as much as you want. You're on vacation. You're an adult. Have drinks. Know what type of drinking person you are. And if you are a type of person who drinks too much and ruins the time of other people around you, then try not to drink so much. If you're the type that can hammer a whole bunch of beers and you're just cool, fine. But you know what type you are. And that's the last thing you need is, you know... your family walking around and there's somebody stumbling around or they're, I mean, this will go into another one or they're, you know, they're cursing or they just think that they're only with their group of friends, you know, drinking and having a good time. Um, again, be aware of everybody around you. So just watch that. Um, and another way of being a good Disney guest, like you said, is enjoying it yourself is we've talked about this in the past, you know, it's July, it's hot and you're drinking a bunch of beers during the day, not any waters. You're going to ruin your day. Because you're going to get dehydrated. That's going to ruin your friends or family's day that's with you. So just be be responsible. That's, yeah. that's where I can leave that one. I will say, too, if you like you were saying, if you do think that you can you can slam a lot of beers and you're fine, you're probably not. Right. You're probably that guy that has like a few too many. And they're like, I'm fine. You're like, <laughs> no, you're not. 
no you're not bob you're not good <laughs> but yeah now i'd agree especially well that really only i mean epcot especially there is yeah. where you'll see it the most and sure yeah that's that's unfortunate but yeah I, I think what that comes down to as well is self-awareness which is another skill that sometimes people have and they don't have but yeah always good to have that um you know on mine i think <laughs> as funny as this sounds it, it's it, being i think when you go to disney in general just be patient yeah in most aspects like you're not going to like jamie talks about all the time she's been going to disney longer than i have but she's like i can remember back in the 90s when you could just you know there was no wait for anything yeah. especially like you went in january she's like you could just you could throw a ball down main street and wouldn't hit anybody yeah uh and so for her like you know i think people remember that and then they get to what disney is now and there's a sense of probably entitlement but you know people don't want to wait but i think if you just go into it like being patient like i'm gonna have, you're gonna have to wait in some lines in some way or another yeah um you're just you're gonna set yourself up again to have a better time and just be realistic with it you know if you think you're gonna go to disney and again we've talked about the marketing versus the real world like disney marketing makes it look like something much different than what it really really is yep so if you just did nothing but watch the commercials and you get there and you're like where's mickey i want to have lunch with him <laughs> it's like yeah. um <laughs> yeah that's not really how this works uh so maybe it's before your trip listening to shows like all of ours on our network here um and and really setting proper expectations maybe that's the better way to put it is your expectations just set up properly yeah to where totally you can hopefully you get more stuff done but at the very least you're like okay we want to get these four things done if we can do more cool if not then we at least did these four things we want to do or however whatever that number is for you yep yeah agree and and i know and i think that goes with not only being in the parks but getting ready to go to them like you know, obviously we're big advocates of doing rope drop because of how much you can get done and you can do the rides like Slinky Dog and Seven Dwarves and Flight of Passage. But at the same time, it doesn't do you any good at 6 a.m. to jump out of bed and scream at your entire family. <laughs> you know, we got to make rope drop. Get re- get dressed. Why aren't you dressed? Stop hitting your sister. You know, I mean, just be patient with that as well and get up and say, hey, you know, we, if you guys would really love to do Flight of Passage, we're going to go ahead and get together all our stuff and we're going to get dressed and we're going to head and we're going to rope drop it and you know we can come and take a break this afternoon and relax at the hotel like again just that same type of thing because yelling at somebody's never worked like pretty much ever in reality um yeah so you know yeah that's so don't get up screaming at your family in the morning because they're taking too long which they will by the way that's a good that's a good point because i was talking to my brother about this because he's going we're going in april which we're we're coming out early we're going to spend like a week with jeremy and Rhonda, um so you guys get some we'll get some really fun content then so yeah. jeremy and i are gonna be loose with a camera in saint augustine so i don't even know what will happen <laughs> but um you know he's talking about we're talking about rope dropping he's like well like his wife doesn't always like to wake up and they they're gonna have two kids and i told him too i said okay and I think this goes for basically everybody. If you know that rope dropping is going to cause just like meltdowns in the yeah. morning and you're going to be screaming and yelling and everyone's going to be mad at each other, then don't do it. Like it's, it's, you're going to be able to get the most done if you rope drop. That is true. But if by doing that is going to cause literally like World War Three within your family, then don't do it. Like 
or you go do it and come back and get them whatever the case exactly, may be. Exactly. Yeah. Just do something where if it's going to cause that much hubbub, just don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Like don't add that stress. Now, do you can explain to your family like listen, if we don't rope drop, we're not going to get to do X, X, and Y or whatever it is. And if they're okay with that, and then you say, okay, fine. Well, I'm going to go rope drop and I'll come back or you guys can join me. And especially if you're staying on property, that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. If you got older kids, you know, and, and a spouse that doesn't want to get up, you could be like, okay, well, I'm going to go and you guys can come join me when you wake up. Yep. Totally. Saves, saves a lot of trouble. You're, no one's yelling and screaming. Uh, I would recommend that. And that's what I kind of told him. I was like, it's going to be a big deal. Don't, don't push it. Don't kill yourself trying to get the rope drop just because... I mean, yeah, you're going to get more done, but knowing my brother, I'm like, you're going to be just irate at six in the morning till <laughs> noon or that night. I was yeah. like, just don't do it. Yep. Yeah. And then when your family joins you later, you say, ha ha, I rode Flight of Passage and you didn't in your face, sucker. Should have gotten up earlier. Don't do that. But I that's mean, what I, <laughs> I would, but yeah. No, I rode yeah, it I, eight I would, times in a row. That would be, if you could ride Flight of Passage eight times in a row, not after hours, that'd be amazing. That's, that's an accomplishment. Yep, that's what Rhonda was saying. Uh, she was asking me if we did after hours or if we had done the moonlight magic thing at um, Animal Kingdom. She was like, how many times do you think you would try and ride Flight of Passage during something like that? And I simply answered, all of them. I thought <laughs> I that was say, fair. <laughs> I was going to say all of them? Yeah, all Just of them. All of, you know, the, all of th- the times. All of the times? All of the all, times. The only thing Every about time, that is... I think that they make you go through the pre-show every single time. Yes. That's that's Which the thing. limits so, you. Yeah, you're talking, I mean, yeah, because you're 10, 15 minutes of just the pre-show and stuff. So, yes, you certainly couldn't just slam it. I mean, I think you could do four to five, no, four at most maybe an hour, three-ish an hour, because you're talking about a 15 to 20-minute process of walking yeah. through the queue, even if nobody's in it, doing the pre-show, you know, getting on getting all, all that stuff so it would be interesting so you could probably get somewhere i bet between maybe between 10 and 15 times in a three-hour period if you were really set <laughs> yeah I, would, I think so too but then you would do nothing else yeah that's true although it is animal kingdom and is it is it's oh, basically you it's, a, it's a it's a you. zoo <laughs> all right my next one it's not a zoo my next one uh this one's gonna be real quick and then i'm gonna move on when you're at a resort don't be a door slammer those doors weigh like five thousand yes. pounds close yes. them behind you don't just you know throw them open when you leave and let them slam especially when it's 5.30, 6 a.m., and you're going to get your coffee. Not everybody is up, you know, or it's late at night. You know, some people yeah. might have kids, and those things will rattle buildings. I so know. just quietly do that. Um, another one at the resorts for me is, and again, this is being aware, is watching watching your kids, especially at the pool. Um, they have amazing, extremely well-trained lifeguards at the pool. They were not trained to be babysitters. So, yes, if something were to happen in an emergency, they are there for your kid, for whoever, to save them, to, you know, do whatever they need to. But that doesn't mean you just send your kids off to the pool, you go find a lounger in the shade, you know, uh, down a couple margaritas from the pool bar and go to sleep. You know, be aware of what your ki- where your kids are, what they're doing. The lifeguards have a lot going on. You know, they can have hundreds of people in that pool that they have to keep an eye on 
while other while people are coming up and asking them questions of where something is or how do I do this or that or you know what time is the movie tonight and what is the movie they have so much going on just be aware of what your kids are doing so that everybody there gets to stay safe yeah it's a good point yeah That's especially awesome. especially with the pool stuff because yeah. you know I mean lifeguards are there but I always look at this like a last resort like yes. I would much rather not have to rely on them and prevent something if I know you know if you know, you know your kid best if your kid yeah. tends to wander off and do stuff they shouldn't you're you know that as a parent of course yeah you should be aware and i still on the signs it makes me laugh every time it's mostly the splash pad areas um don't go in the pool if you have diarrhea that's on every sign and in my mind i'm thinking if i had that issue going on the last place i personally want to be is at a pool so i find it funny that they're like like is somebody gonna walk up and be like oh man Man, I, was I just have that right say, now. I should I not go in. I want to see yeah. the guy that's all like, yeah. you can tell he's excited going yeah. to the pool. And he's like, <laughs> well, trotting up there. Yeah. And you see him read the sign. And he goes, oh. And you're like, oh, wait. And then you see him notice the sign. And you're like, oh, that guy was, oh, no. And you see him just kind of oh, quickly walk the other way. Yeah. yeah that's. I just, I, that, I don't know why that one popped in my head. But that is one you, uh, you do not want to do. I would not be at the pool. I can tell you that much. There's lots of places I'm not going if that's going on, to be honest. Like outside of my home or hotel room so anyway (laughs) i uh i agree completely with this i fully endorse that um you know the other thing i would mention this may be my last one i think um it kind of goes along with setting expectations but i think in general when you're going to disney world and probably most other vacations take time to like take it all in yeah like when you're at disney there's so many small details and stuff like you know, I know you're trying to make fast passes in your ADRs and people are zooming across the park, but if you just, you know, take time to walk around and notice the intricacies of things and, oh my gosh, like especially Main Street, there's so much cool stuff going on there. Um, it, it allows you to really be immersed into what, you know, especially Walt and, and the Imagineers like trying to do in the park so they get you to feel like you're in a certain land in a certain area. Yeah. I, I feel like in general, you'll enjoy things a little bit more if you just slow down a bit because and I know we talked about it. It's hard to relate as people have never been, but it's not just about how much you do. You know, it's yep. about, yeah, you want to ride the right things you want to ride, but did you enjoy it? Did you get the most out of it? Like, it's like when we went to Festival of the Arts uh, a couple weekends ago, that was the longest any of us had ever taken just strolling yeah. around Epcot. Yep. Like, we were just, and it was probably the most fun I've had in World Showcase for sure. And we just took our time just walking around and, yeah, we tried a lot of stuff, and one reason we didn't have kids, so we just able to just kind of enjoy it. But it, sometimes it's just that's what it takes to have a good time. It's not always going breakneck speed trying to do everything because if you're doing everything really quickly, you're not. It's kind of like food. Yeah. Like I, I'm guilty of this because I just inhale my food. Uh, you're not really savoring it when you do that. You're just eating it. So yeah. that's something yeah. to keep in mind. Totally. Well, one of the, the best piece of advice. Because I think it relates to this. The only reason I'm bringing it up, um, not that we would ever go on a different tangent outside of Disney, but before Ron and I got married, uh, and we talked to some other people that had been, gotten married, and we said, you know, what's one thing you kind of like suggest, you know, during the the wedding or the ceremony, whatever? They said, um, just take a minute or a few, like stand in a corner if you have to, and just look around and just take everything in. Said because you know what, the next day you're not going to remember the food. You're not going to remember yeah. the, the the dancing and the, you know, the speech you, because it all just goes by in a blur. So take time to literally just sit back, look around the whole room, you know, take note of who's there and all that. And I think the same thing goes for 
that vacation, like you said, you know, there's, it is, it's nonstop. It's just, it's go, go, go. And everything you bring back is memories of it. And if you don't even get to have those because you were so go, go, go through everything, then what was the point of going? Because ultimately that's everything you do in life all comes down to you remembering it. That That's it, you know, and it may be through photos and videos and stuff, but the best ones are the ones you actually remember. You know, some of our favorite times at Disney were not captured on a photo or a video. I remember them. And most of them are times that we just slowed down. You know, I, I don't really, I don't remember every time I rode Flight of Passage. You know, I don't remember rushing rope drop and doing just say, you know, all of Adventureland and Frontierland early. Like, you don't really remember that. You remember the real simple things like, you know, waiting in line for something and your whole family's just joking around or whatever. Or, you know, again, just just moments with your family, your kids, your friends, whatever. So I, I love that. I think that's such a good way to, you know, and, and as we said before, when you're talking about not being negative and all that's going to help the rest of your family, too, because they're going to slow down. So if yeah. you're able to do that, they're going to follow suit. And then everybody. Yeah, you just I mean, you literally have a better time when you just stop and smell the roses yeah and like you know if one negative person in a group can kind of ruin things yeah. but one positive person can also make things better oh, and so totally. you can be yeah. either the good or bad there yep uh i would completely agree with what you're saying uh especially like if you're going with a family that you don't get to see all the time yeah enjoy it absorb it you know uh, I'm looking forward in April going with my brother. It's the first time, you know, with his family and I, I, his wife's in-laws are going and stuff like that. And that'll be something that's really cool because, you know, now my brother and I both have families, you yeah. know, and for most of our lives, it was, we did not. So right, it's right. A kind of a cool thing where, you know, it's taking that in. And, and especially when you have little ones of, you know, very, it's, it's interesting as, you know, my daughter's gotten older and now with the, you know, future child of, the different trips we've gone on and the different things that we've enjoyed about it and just enjoyed. And again, it, it wasn't riding a certain ride. Like I remember the first time our daughter saw toy story land and f you know, she basically freaked right. out because it was like, Oh my gosh, Woody is real and I'm going to go run to him. And it's just yeah. stuff like that. And I, I know it's hard to relay, especially I know people say, well, you guys get to go more. That is true. We do. And I think it's easier to do when you go more often, but still setting a good pace enjoying your trip you're just going to enjoy it more even if you only get to go once a year once every two years right. whatever the timetable is you're just going to enjoy it a little bit more totally yeah um i've got i've got one more and um it's simple treat the cast members with respect plain i mean really it's as simple as that they're they're you know they're not your servants i do understand you spent a lot of money but treat them with respect know that they are seeing a lot all day. They're dealing with a lot of guests. They're dealing with heat. They are dealing with, you know, crowd. They're dealing with a lot of the same things you are. They're getting paid to do it, sure. But, you know, be very, very respectful for, to them. One, they deserve it, right? I mean, they, they just, they flat out deserve it. Be respectful to anybody, you, anywhere you go. I mean, but especially there. And it's going to come back to you because it's going to literally make your vacation better. Like, we've had such amazing interactions with cast members you know, that just make the vacation that much better. And it's because we treat them with respect. They treat it back and everybody's happy. Simple. Yeah. Well, it goes to if basically anything, if you've had a bad experience, you're going to get more. Like, let's say you have to go to guest relations. Yeah. Um, you're going to get more done if you're nice and courteous and respectful than if you come in there hot yep. yelling at people. 
uh, it's I can tell you being on either end of it it just yeah come and I know people get frustrated and it's basically they just want to vent their frustrations but you're not going to get your problem solved any better that way no not at all um, yeah it's like the other night I, I there's a Mexican place in town I went to pick it up and apparently when Jamie called the order in the computers were down so I had to wait a little bit longer not that big a deal the, there was a guy across from me that was just making it the biggest deal ever and he was trying to drag me into it he's like they mess up your order too like <laughs> yeah and he's like well he starts going on and on about how bad the service is and, and i kind of looked up and i was like well, why do you keep coming then right yeah and he just didn't like and he was just going off and it's like he didn't get anything accomplished other than he got himself worked up yeah. and when actually when i came to the thing the guy gave me like a free thing for like a queso dip next time right. or something yeah. like that probably didn't give it and to I was the other like, dude <laughs> you're right and i was just like getting worked up and even if i didn't get that it's like i'm not gonna work myself up right about something like that and you're more if you are respectful to people they're more than likely gonna help you out so yeah in cast totally. members especially they see and they're probably gonna be very appreciative of you being nice because they, they get treated pretty bad sometimes yeah totally so just you can stand out that way but yep yep you just gotta I think, think uh yeah ww KGD. What would Kenny G do? That's how I live my life. It's hard, though, because Kenny G, a lot of his problems are solved through his saxophoning. This is true. This is true. I don't have that ability. If I try that, I end up having more problems. <laughs> yeah, then you're not throw... being respectful to them. Yeah, they're like... Right. They're not throwing underwear at me. They're throwing rocks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, I'm trying to get better. And they're just, yeah. Oh man, you got any more? I think that's all. The yeah, no, that's that's I've all I. Down. Yeah, that's all I had on my list. But I really think it just all. Yeah, it all just comes down to the same as anything in life. It's just when you get when you get people that have spent <clears throat> a lot of money and you throw in heat and crowds, it changes everything. People will act the way. Now, some people are just jerks. That's obvious. Well, some people are going to be a jerk whether they're at Publix or they're at Disney or they're wherever they are. It's not going to matter. But for the most part, people will act so differently somewhere like Disney than they would normally in public or at home because there are these added pressures of, we got to do a lot. We got to make great memories. I spent a lot of money. It's hot. It's crowded. Don't act any differently than you would at home when it doesn't have all those things. It's very, very simple. You're going to be a great guest. Everybody around you is going to be happier. You're going to, you know, you're going to rub that off on them, basically, because they're going to say, oh, look, hey, dad's happy. Dad's nice to that cast member. You know, dad's not complaining about the heat. So it's just it's just going to work out that much better. And, and it's going to make your trip better and everybody around you better. So, yes. Agreed. Completely agreed. Uh, I have nothing else to add. You you used all the you used all the good words. I did. I've been saving them up. Those those good those good words. Um, yeah, so I think that'll be all the topic we have. A couple of uh, things I do want to mention. Uh, first off, we – this I'm trying to think. But when you guys hear this, except for you Club 32 members, uh, you'll have a couple more days, I think, to order. But we have had people asking us to do uh, basically like CTM network jackets. And we now have that. We, we're able to get like a bulk deal. So we're doing a one-time order on these. Um, and the jackets, we got them for – be able to do them for forty four ninety nine. Uh, normally these are seventy dollars. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy and I were looking at getting some just for ourselves, and we were going to pay. I think we were going to pay seventy five dollars each. Yeah. And then we had some people had who had asked over time, and I said, okay, let's inquire about doing a bulk deal. And we were able to kind of finagle with them and talk to them. And if we order at least twenty four of them, we get them down to the forty four ninety nine, and that's just our at cost. So yeah. we're not making any money on this. We're just giving people an option to get this because they've asked. So. 
If you want one, um, you go to ctmpodcast.com and click on the shop and you'll find them there. Or if you're in the Facebook group, there's a post at the top, you'll see it. Um, and you can order them there and we'll place that order. I believe we'll place that order by Friday or maybe by that following by the following Monday. Yeah. Um, it'll take about two or three weeks for them to get done and then we will ship them out to you. So that's kind of the announcement there. So if you're interested in that, go check that out, but that's just a limited time, kind of a bulk offer or bulk deal kind of thing. So, uh, and then obviously we've talked about our club 32 members. This is our sort of private VIP group, uh, that allows us to do come some kind of cool stuff. Cause we've had some people wanting us to do more content and things like that. So this allows us to continue to cover costs, grow the shows, uh, and you know, build this into the network that we want to ultimately build it into the best Disney network there is. And that allows us to do that. And in return, you get a whole bunch of stuff like live stream from the parks, mailbag segments. We do some live streams, which are essentially like bonus episodes where all of us, all four of us, Jeremy, Rhonda, myself, and Jamie, just all live stream together, answer your questions or just go off on tangents, whatever you <laughs> guys want to hear. Uh, and we're going to do behind the scenes stuff. Um, you know, if you do the yearly option, you get a free t-shirt, you get 20% off of apparel. Um, and like the club 32 members, um, periodically will be exclusive uh, merchandise they can get for for deep discounts as well so it's very cool uh, if you're interested in that is ctmvip.com on that and i think that's all i've got yeah i love it unless i'm excited you, i'm excited for the the jackets i am too they look cool they so we're really able to actually get men's and women's yeah it's the same brand and it's it's yeah so um definitely excited because especially we want to do this now whenever it's still jacket weather and the thing about them too is they are waterproof so it does help you in the florida storms oh totally so it's because <laughs> we were going to go the fleece option but fleece gets wet yeah and a lot warmer yeah so these are it's the soft shell type jackets so we're we're excited about those so yep yep you look just like the fawns actually you won't look anything true. like them but well you can make the noise and yeah. Ay, Ay. and then people will just point at you and tell you to leave mm-hmm. not to be at. confused with oi so, <laughs> hey and there's oi you gotta you gotta use those properly i kind of wonder if you were to walk into rosen crown in the uk and you just walked in and you know i you know sometimes we walk in and people kind of look at who it is and you just go oi and if there would just be like a brawl breakout <laughs> like i feel like at any point in time it's just a tinderbox and they hear that and they're just like it's, it's go time <laughs> yeah I mean, or if then you walk in and like, just go, hey, hey. <laughs> what would they do? And, oh, then, yeah. and then they're all going to be Everybody just up. raises a beer and <laughs> clanks them in the air. Uh, Although, even if there fun. were a brawl to break out, when it's all done, everyone gets a drink together and it's all yeah. good. I love it. I think that's how it goes. But All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, don't forget again to subscribe to the new Diz Dudes feed on its own. And uh, we, will, we will keep the ramen stocked and probably skip a lot of classes. <laughs> this is, yeah this is i don't know what that means in the again. podcasting thing but yep. uh, it's, uh yeah <laughs> but yeah so uh it's on all the platforms now itunes stitcher spotify all those so uh subscribe wherever you would if you leave us a review we would greatly appreciate that yeah. it helps us to to kind of get the show some traction there so all right well thank you jeremy and hopefully uh your daddy daughter dance goes well yeah i have a feeling it's just going to be me watching tons of girls do uh the floss dance that's everybody what's that it's you don't know really is that the one where is that what the one kaylin does oh yeah Yeah. oh okay i didn't know what it's called and all the stupid Fortnite dance uh now that i'm thinking of it i just have to watch all these children do these stupid dances all night long 
I feel so old because I know what Fortnite is, but I never played it. Yeah, I don't. I don't play the fort. That's what I call it. I call it the, the fort. fort. Yeah, because I'm cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm <laughs> really not going to lie. I see the stage your girls are at. I'm not looking forward to that. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Because no matter how, like, even if you are, let's say you're like The Rock, your kid is still going to think you're a dork. Yeah, Like, totally. your kid is still going to, the whole world could think you're the coolest person ever, and your kid's going to be like, yep. God, Dad, you're so dumb. I yeah. hate being around you. Yep. And and here, basically, I can sum up what it's like having 8 and 11-year-olds, at least for me, I think is what most people is. They do dumb dances for no reason, and they spend most of their time talking to you, explaining YouTube videos that you would never <laughs> even watch, let alone want to hear another human being explain it to you. And most of these revolve around some moron breaking open things like, uh, you know, I've got this ball filled with gel that I bought at Toys R Us. Let's dissect it for 30 minutes. Okay, why? Like, just stuff like that. I watch, I I watch them watch a 20-minute video of a guy trying to run over Fanta soda bottles. And in Fanta's defense, they make some very strong soda bottles because they would not, like, crack under pressure. They literally really? like, run. It was actually pretty interesting. But I'm sitting in the kitchen while they're watching this on the big screen TV, and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. How is that Fanta bottle not busting open? But that's the type of stuff <laughs> they watch. So, I've and then there. they want to explain it to. So then it was like, yeah, I was watching. Oh, I can't even. I don't even know any of their names. I mean, they're whatever the YouTube big YouTubers' names. I'm so old right now. Yeah, the guy I was watching. He was dissecting Orbeez, and then uh, his friend Sarah came over. And then, why are you telling me this? <laughs> did did I, I ask about yeah, this? I don't. I don't want to know any of it. So anyway, the welcome to the future. Yeah, there's one guy our my our daughter watches. It's named Blippy, mm. and it's a grown man who like dresses up and like does like he he goes to like play areas and I mean he's, I don't think he's like it's not like a weirdo I don't think but he films it. But I wonder in this guy's head because there's a lot of these videos where he's going through these play areas and he's teaching colors. And he's like, kids are surrounding him. And I think at some point he's just be like, what the heck has it become of my life? <laughs> yeah. But he has like 3 million subscribers. So he's probably stuck. Like he's oh, making yeah. money from this. But right. he has to like put on this whole outfit and he just puts on the hat. And he's just like, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> and like half these kids will just take over the video because, you know, kids, like when they're like four or five, they just don't care. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, that's it's awesome. like that's I wonder about that guy. If he just goes home and just heavily drinks at yeah. night <laughs> well i love because when i go into youtube um i'm usually logged into capture the magic so and i'm sure and you just get trolling the same, people well, just... I, no, I'm, I'm sure you get the same thing <laughs> if you look at like our recommended videos because obviously you know you're you're watching some probably jamie's watching some your daughter's watching some i'm watching some if if my kids are watching on one of my computers or my phone, there so like our collection of like recommended videos and previously viewed videos Very is weird. the weirdest thing you've ever seen. And then I'll get mm. in like my rabbit holes of music where I'll just go like for an hour, just follow, go through different artists. Some of them are horrible, but I click on them to see it. So those probably pop up. So yeah, if anybody ever just like got into it, it would basically explain our brains though, because they're just everywhere. It's, yeah, I agree. I, I actually tell Jamie because sometimes we let our daughter play with the iPad when there's yeah. basically it's just like we have other stuff to do. She likes it's like, okay, you can play this like 20 minutes. I've had to tell her like, can you make sure we're not logged into the Capture the Magic channel right. YouTube? And she's like, why? I'm like, well, I happen to go to the page and somehow she had added a bunch of her like kid 
videos I, into like the playlists. Oh, so when yeah, people were coming exactly. to the page, and I was like, this is really unprofessional that people yeah. go here. And it's like, I remember it was like one of them was like uh, cars and colors and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, how did she? I don't even know how she did it. Hey, she's got a future then maybe. But yeah, that would be funny. Like, uh, here's a video on how to successfully rope drop Flight of Passage. And here's a video of a guy running over soda bottles. Yep. Wait, what? what both here. Yeah, both insanely both are quite entertaining. Yes, this is true. I did. I, I she will then she'll subscribe somehow because I'll get these email notifications of like <laughs> some kids channel upload a new video. I'm like, I don't care. Why am I getting notified of this? Yeah. And I look at the subscriptions and it's like 400 of these things. I'm like, how is she, like she's just subscribing to <laughs> whatever? Right. Yeah. Uh, Billy unboxed another toy. <laughs> Nobody cares about your Speaking toy, Speaking of, Billy. We'll, we'll end the show fairly quickly here, but there's a kid <laughs> that his whole channel, I think he's like maybe six. Mm-hmm. He's got like five million subscribers. His videos have like billions of views, and all this kid does is open stuff and play with it. Yeah. That's it's a, it's, it. It is fascinating, I will say. like, I mean, not not him playing with stuff is fascinating, the but that they're able to – the internet is fascinating that – it can build something around that, and if his, if his parents are smart and helping, oh, obviously, I, which they are, they're probably hopefully making, they're building yeah a bank account somewhere and funding his ad revenue money into it. And you know, all of a sudden, that kid turns eighteen, graduates from high school, and has a ton of money, you know, and and a successful YouTube channel. I mean, eh, more than likely, that kid's not going to see that money. Eh, I have a possible. feeling. <laughs> I don't give Kaylin and Lacey any of their money, so no. I did have the idea with our daughter. I'm like, you know, I ought to just do that eventually, like just. She's cute. She plays with right. toys. Like, just eventually start one, and just it'll just rack up millions of views, and yep. just it'd be the easiest like money ever made. I think it's <laughs> awesome. Anyways, all right. Well, that's it for the rambling that we have at the end of the episode. There we today. go. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace.